You're listening to the Superpower Up Podcast with your superpower experts. This is the place where we explore real-life superpowers and give you the tools to unlock your own. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I have with me today Sebastian Richard. He is the author of, get this, everyone, Lead Like a Superhero, What Pop Culture Icons Can Teach Us About Impactful Leadership. So to say, you know, he's our kind of person, I think, is an understatement. Uh, we're going to talk with him today about what superheroes can teach us about leadership. And Sebastian knows a thing or two about leadership, and um, he offers faith-based coaching and leadership training um, with a company called Thriving on Purpose. So this is going to be a really fun conversation about what we can learn from, from our, our everyday superheroes. So please join me in welcoming Sebastian to the show. Welcome, Sebastian. Thanks, Tanya. This is going to be awesome. I mean, superpowers and superheroes. I think it's a match made in heaven. I agree completely. So I do want to uh, just put a little warning out there to all the listeners on this show. Um, We have a little bit of delay on this, but we're rolling with it because this conversation is going to be so fun. You're not going to want to miss it. So just have some patience, settle in, and just know that the information is forthcoming. And um, it's a really good way to test your patience with, uh, with guidance and verbiage. So use this, uh, use this interview as an opportunity to, to just take a breath for a second and allow the information to kind of flow to you without feeling like you need to force the timing of it. Um, so that's, that's my cautionary tale. And as with everything, we trust that there is a purpose, perhaps maybe beyond what we can, we can actually conceptualize at this stage of our existence. So Sebastian, without further ado, I'm going to ask you, what are your superpowers? Well, like, uh, like most superheroes in the comics, finding my superpowers was uh, not something that happened overnight. Um, I, it mostly happened in my early 20s when I joined my local church. And uh, from uh, being involved more and more, I, I found that I had a gift for uh, speaking in public, for preaching, for teaching. And uh, that uh, gift was uh, crystallized, if you will, when I was called upon to give a Sunday school class to men. Um, I was based on a book by Stu Weber. It was based on the book titled The Four Pillars of a Man's Heart. Now, keep in mind, I was not married. I didn't have any kids. And I didn't have that much life experience. And I was teaching some of the men in that class who were twice my age. So I wasn't super comfortable. And uh, I was teaching it with uh, another elder who was actually the right age for that. So that kind of helped me with the dynamics of the class. If I had been just myself, I would have felt pretty much out of place. Um, but when I, uh, when I sat down, basically, I wrote down the course. I'm the one who put the course together. And uh, I, gave, uh, I gave one of the sessions on a Sunday morning. And after that, one of my friends came to see me. And uh, he said, how do you do that? And I said, how do I do what? He says, well, how, how do you do what you just did? And I didn't really understand where he was going with that. So I just said, well, you want to know how I, how I create the course, how I give the course? He says, how do you come up with that? I said, well, I, basically I sit down at my desk uh, with my books open and I do the research and I just write it down and then I deliver it. And I could see that he was bewildered by the fact that I was able to do that because for him, that would have been almost an impossible task because it just was not one of his strengths. 
It was not his superpower. It was mine. But at the time, I didn't know it. But on that day, because of his question, I understood that I had a special gift. And so I, to sum it all up, my superpowers, well, what they are is um, I'm good at creating content through innovative ideas, through research and through writing. And I'm also able to deliver it uh, in a talk or you know, in public speaking. So my superpowers are, uh, number one, my general knowledge base through reading. Number two, my ability to research. And number three, my ability to write, present ideas and teach them in a way that's relevant, whether in book format, ebook, speaking, or blogging. I hope that answers the question. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, of course, you could have used that gift for a number of things. So why did you channel that into leadership or wanting to help people thrive in their existence? You just cut there uh, on... I'm just going to pick up what, from what I got. Uh, sorry, Don, uh, Tanya. Um, so basically, I wanted to decide to use that superpower to help other people because I realized that when I taught, spoke, or wrote, I had an impact on people, but a good impact. I basically encouraged them and to, to become a greater version of themselves. So to me, the ultimate end goal when you try to help other people as a coach or as a speaker, or as an author, is for them to make changes that would, re that would result in positive results in their lives, right? Um, it reminds me of a story about Abraham uh, Lincoln. Uh, I don't know if the story is true, but I read it somewhere and I thought it was amazing. Uh, it was a, during a difficult time in the Civil War, and Abraham Lincoln went into a church after the service began. So he sat in the back and he was not noticed. And the whole time he listened to the music and the sermon and he left just before the meeting was formally dismissed. And when he returned home, his wife asked him about the church service. And it was okay, he said, and he didn't seem that impressed. So she probed a little bit further. She says, did you not like the music? And he said, yeah, I did. I did, replied the president. It was sung beautifully. It was sung, sung artfully. And then um, she said, well, then you must not have enjoyed the pastor's sermon. He said, no, no, no. He said, I enjoyed it. He was articulate. He was well-informed. He was eloquent. He basically did his homework. He was humorous, but not too much. He was sober, but not too much. The sermon was very good. But, he said, Ultimately, it failed completely. And his wife asked, it failed? After all that, how could it have failed? And here's what he said, and I think it's amazing. He said, it failed because though well-informed, humorous, and articulate, the pastor failed to challenge us to do anything truly great. Wow. That's a great story. Like you said, whether, whether it's it's factual or not, it, it's a very powerful example of, um, I think, one of the tenets of leadership. And so how do you go about really challenging the people that you work with to do something truly great? Well, I, I basically use my superpowers because uh, I think, the, the, I really believe, I'm a firm believer in the power of words, but uh, also believe the, in the power of the human spirit. Uh, and I think everybody's here for a purpose. 
uh, hence the name of my company, Thriving on Purpose. Uh, so what I do is I try to get it out of them to uh, make them believe that they do have a purpose, to help them find it, and to help them run with it, right? Like basically they have to find their superpower, superpowers. I mean, I found mine, and that really inspired me to, uh, to delve deep into that type of business. So I make it my business to uh, help other people to find theirs. Very cool. And so talk to us a little bit about the book, the, where, you know, the concept of superhero and, and why, you know, I like the fact that you, 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 the subtitle is what pop culture icons can teach us. What were the, you know, what was the um, motivating factor for, for taking it in the direction of the superheroes? Yeah, well, that, that's something that's never been done, in my, in my opinion, and not on the scope that I've done it. And, uh, the, the, you know, like any great idea, sometimes it just, you know, falls on your lap in a way. Um, like Newton, the apple fell on his head. Well, for me, I was, uh, I was just listening to, to podcasts that, that had nothing to do with the superheroes or not. I don't even know if it had anything to do with leadership, to be honest. But, you know, sometimes your mind wanders and, and, and my, my mind was wandering at the time. And I had the thought of uh, superheroes and I thought about Superman. I was like, oh, Superman is a really good leader. And then I thought about Batman and I came to the same conclusion. He's also a good leader. And then I thought about Captain America and on and on. And all of a sudden I was on a, on a track that I found interesting. So I grabbed a pen and a paper and I started writing down uh, some popular superhero names, or my favorite ones, basically. And uh, I realized that most of them were really great leaders. But I also realized another thing. I realized that they all lead very differently. Uh, for example, Superman leads from the front. He, he, he just like goes like a locomotive, and he just gets it done. Uh, Batman leads from the back, which is very different. He's going to stand back, analyze, really look at things and calculate all the possible outcomes before he decides on a, a course of action. That's another very different way of doing things. Uh, Spider-Man leads from the heart, even though he doesn't even consider himself a leader. Uh, his servanthood, the way he serves others, always putting his life at risk, makes him into a leader, even though he might be a reluctant one. Uh, for Captain America, it's... Uh, it's no holds barred leadership. I mean, he's he's probably the epitome of the great or the greatest superhero comic book leader. Uh, stars and stripes and all. I mean, the guy just goes into battle right alongside you, and he's gonna he's gonna take the brunt of it and giving orders left and right, and he just knows where to go and what to do and how to do it. So he just uh, he just goes right in there and does it. So they all have a different style. And I came down with 12 names of superheroes that I thought were really, really, really good leaders. And that, all that took me about five minutes. So after five minutes, I reread it. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. That, then I got excited. I grabbed the phone, called my wife. I said, honey, honey, guess what? And she said, what? And I said, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write a book. And I knew right then and there that I had come up with an amazing book idea. And what's great about the book is that when people read it, they can identify with the different styles of the different leadership of the different superheroes. So they, at the end of the book, they can be like, hey, you know what? Uh, I find out that I lead more like uh, Wolverine or Wonder Woman or uh, Batman. So they, they, they have a better idea of their style of leadership. So it helps them to uh, better, have a better grasp on, themse on themselves. 
Mm, very cool. I love, I love the, the imagery and the association. I think that that's powerful. So we're going to take a quick break. Um, when we come back, we're going to be talking again. And I, and I really want to touch on the difference between, you know, single leadership and um, collaboration. Um, based on some of the stuff that Sebastian has been sharing with us. So you've been listening to Sebastian Richard here on the Superpower Up podcast. We're talking about what superheroes can teach us about leadership. Stay with us, and we're going to dive in even deeper when we get back from break, folks. Stay tuned. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Awesome. You're listening to the Superpower Podcast. We're talking with Sebastian Richard today, um, and we're talking about what superheroes can teach us about leadership. And so before the break, we discussed um, the book and, and, and the icon icons around the the leadership styles. I mean, it, it's really amazing. I think that you tapped into something beautiful in the sense that we all have these boxes to kind of put that imagery into. Um, so, what do you make of the you know the Avengers and the Defenders and the Justice League? And so now we're seeing this trend of bringing everyone together to to work together. What, what's your take on all of that? Well, my take is that it's great for my book, <laughs> first of all. But second of all, uh, I think it's amazing because, I mean, uh, no one person ever accomplished something truly amazing without the help of others, you know. And, and I think that's what's great about these, uh, these team-ups. Uh, Avengers, Justice League, Justice League was uh, just released a couple weeks ago. And uh, I talk about it in the book. I mean, the, the, the power of a team what makes a team great is that basically working together is like sharpening one another. I mean, for example, take the Avengers of the, or, or the Justice League. They are great because they make each other greater. Uh, they sharpen one another. They compensate for one another's weaknesses. Their strengths complement one another. And so they work as a massive unit and accomplish a great deal more than they ever could if they were alone. Yeah, I agree. It was really interesting. You and I talked a little bit before the show about the whole superpower concept and how it all came about. And my marching orders were very clear. Like I had to figure out a way to assist people in working together. Um, you know, and at the time I often joke, you know, that I was in a bit of resistance and, you know, my response was, uh, no, thank you. Find someone else. And, um, you know, I, I didn't really play well with others. That wasn't, that wasn't my thing. And so, um, but as I really opened up to the idea, what I found was exactly what you're talking about, which is one, it's so much more fun to, to not do it alone, but also there, there's a real um, ability to relax into even further your own greatness when you come into partnership or collaboration with others who are also standing in their own greatness. Um, and, and, and I wrote an article called, um, Do You Suffer from Premature Collaboration? And um, it came from the idea, you know, from a lot of our due diligence work and stuff that 
that sometimes people move into collaboration prematurely from the sense of, you know, the reason why something like Justice League works and Avengers work um, is because each of those heroes is a hero unto him or herself. And so they, they've done that first step, which we call, you know, mastering your personal power. They, they, they're clear on who they are and what they do. And then it's from that place that we can come into a collaborative environment and be effective within it. And so I think it's, you know, like you said, it's awesome for your book. It's very awesome for our platform as well, because it does model this concept of, yes, collaboration is powerful when people are ready, you know, and, and, and had, had, had those heroes try to move into collaboration prior to their own evolution, um, it, it probably wouldn't have worked out as well. And so I think that that's a really cool component um, from the leadership conversation of what does it take to be a good leader? You have to be able to work with other people. Um, my bias is, is that you first and foremost have to have a solid sense of who you are and not use the collaboration to define yourself. Um, and, and that, that creates really amazing, um, collaborative projects, sustainable, creative solutions, um, and all that fun jazz. What, what is your take on, on that, that sort of perspective? Yeah, well, I agree with you with the, the self-awareness, I think is the main key that's going to help you develop your leadership. And that's, uh, ironically what is missing in our world that can be very shallow at times, uh, that's overly, um, I could not, how can I put this, overly loaded with uh, information. Um, people take less and less time to know themselves. And, um, and that can be done, I think, uh, best when you're not necessarily uh, doing stuff or, or more, you're, you're more introspective uh, and more quiet time. So that way of uh, doing things is pretty much I can't put this. It's hard to come by today. And like we have a very noisy world. So that has made people less and less aware of themselves. So it's harder for them to tap into their own leadership and to tap into their own superpowers, get to really know themselves by being self-aware. That's a huge key right there. And that's where it starts actually. Yeah, I agree. And, and, and I feel like that's a big part of the work that um, we here at superpower experts do in the world is being able to provide some of that guidance. Um, we took it a step further from not just uh, mastering your personal power, but then there's this process of attuning to your individual resonance. And some people um, would, would liken that to spiritual growth or, um, or you know, kind of getting into contact and connection with source or with God. And, and for me, the, um, you know, we take that a little bit of, we take that a step further into making sure that you're very solid, not just in the concept of who you are, but really in the total embodiment of that. And that leads to this, this amazing um, self-dominion that's based in um, not ego, but based in connection to, to, to yourself and to God and to everyone else. Yeah. And so it creates this really nice like checks and balance system in, in a way. It's kind of like, kind of like cryptocurrency in that way. Interesting. There's this whole blockchain analysis that we could probably come up with for this, but that's probably another conversation. Anyway, so it's the, it, it is the complexity. And um, again, another aspect of the guidance I received was not to oversimplify it for people, but to teach people how to navigate the complexity. Because like what you said, our world's not getting quieter. Our world's not getting more simple. 
In fact, it's getting much more complex. And so, you know, we kind of cut people off at the knees if we pretend that it's like, okay, step one, step two, step three, and then you're done. It's like, there's going to be a lot of variables that come up and better to arm people with that, um, with the ability to navigate that kind of complexity and those kinds of variables than to pretend that it's going to calm down. And ironically, of course, then it does calm down because once you learn to navigate complexity, you find this internal peace. And for you, your experience is that it absolutely calms down, even when it may appear that the world around you is, is, is pretty chaotic. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and if you look also at the, all the great leaders and the, uh, the, the people that we admire most, whether today or in the past, they have that ability to, to disconnect from the busyness and they, they created for themselves that, that personal space, that time every day that was, uh, whether for spiritual growth or personal growth, that time where they would just consecrate it to their own growth and themselves so they could really go within. And there's a saying I, lo- I love. It's like, if you don't go within, you will go without. And mm. I think that's, that sums it up really good there. I mean, people have to learn to go within. Absolutely. Well, and, and, and a lot of it is being, um, you know, like the whole concept of being in the world, but not of it, you know, and making sure that you can do your work here. It's not, it's not about enlightenment. It's not about transcending and going somewhere else. It's about the concept of, you know, being able to walk in the world and do your work and being armed with that level of um, solidity within self, carrying that peace within you. Um, And I think that it's not that our superheroes aren't troubled because for sure they all have very fascinating origin stories, but the, the end result is their ability to kind of um, kind of like Neo in the matrix and just like, whoosh, you know, like, no, you know, they, it's like it all quiets, you know, and it's this control over the physical environment, not because you seek control, but because you ultimately exude peace. And, and calm and tranquility within you and you carry that mm-hmm. with you and that's what allows you to move through the chaos exactly well jesus called us to be salt and light and i think that's what it means right i mean you don't just keep it in a corner a light has to be shone on the world and, and salt has to be spread over, all over the place right so uh, that's what it is i mean if you're going to have your impact on the world then you have to let your light shine mm, absolutely well, very cool. Well, this has been absolutely fascinating conversation. I appreciate you coming on the show. Let's talk. Let's let people know where they can go to find out more about you. Sure. Well, they can go to our main hub. Uh, my wife and I operate Thriving on Purpose. She's the uh, the techie uh, brains behind the whole <laughs> how do I put the, the whole image and everything. Uh, the behind the scenes uh, hard worker. Um, so we're working together. She's also a John Maxwell team coach. And you can find us at uh, thrivingonpurpose.com. That's our main hub. Or you can find us on Facebook too, like facebook.com slash thrivingpurpose. Or you can find it for the the page for the book. You can go at facebook.com slash lead like a superhero. And of course, the book is is, uh, on Amazon. It's available on all the the great bookstores out there uh, on the web. Perfect. Well, I love that. So what, what's the last piece of advice you want to offer people about, you know, how to kind of take this um, icon, uh, like the superhero icons and implement a change in their own existence from a leadership standpoint? Well, the first thing, like we said before, is to, to find your superpower. I mean, if you're going to 
be a leader, you have to be a leader in your area of gifting, in the area of your superpowers. If you're, you're really going to have an impact on the world, that's first and foremost what you have to do. Because sometimes we, we have a lot of goodwill and a lot of, we're going to put a lot of effort, but in the wrong area. So the impact will be much less than if we actually work our strengths. So uh, I always tell people to work their strengths relentlessly and with discipline. Um, so that's, that's how you're going to stand out because we live in a world where uh, more and more it's all about specialization. Uh, we don't live in, in the Renaissance years anymore when someone could, uh, like Leonardo da Vinci, for example, uh, pretty much gather uh, in his own brain um, almost all of the, the knowledge that was available at the time. That's just impossible today. There's just too much knowledge out there. So people have to specialize. And for that, they have to become, like your show says, superpower experts. So they have to be experts of their own superpower. I love that. You're one of the first people to really kind of get that, um, that it's kind of tongue in cheek in the sense of, um, you know, our belief is that we all are experts in our own superpowers. And so I love the fact that you gave voice to that. Um, very cool. Well, Sebastian, I like what you're up to in the world. I appreciate knowing that you're out there doing it. Um, you know, we, we honor you and your journey and the work that you're doing with others and, and especially love the fact that you're doing that with your wife. We love co-creative partnerships here at Superpower Experts. And um, just thank you. You know, let us know how we can continue to support you. Well, Tanya, it was great. I had a great time on your show and uh, you do the same on your end. You just keep adding value to the world the way you're doing. I know you're making a difference. People like you make a difference. And, uh, you know, you just can change the world one person at a time and uh, if you got people listening to your show well you never know the impact that can make in the person's life mm, beautiful keep it up. well thank you for that affirmation and the reminder and all of you out there as always we appreciate your loyalty and until next time go out uncover your superpowers and change the world take care everyone are you ready to discover your superpowers go now to superpowerexperts.com and discover your superpowers today